Thank you for tuning into Leadership Uncensored with Ed Young. For more leadership handles, follow Ed on social media and check out edyoung.com. We also want to invite you to join us every weekend at Fellowship Church. Visit one of our many locations or even join us online. For locations and experience times, visit fellowshipchurch.com. And now it's time for the raw and real. This is Leadership Uncensored. Hi, I'm Ed Young, and this is uh, Leadership Uncensored Podcast. Tell your friends about this podcast because, you know, I love uh, principles and precepts about leadership. I love different values, and, and, and I love to hear people talk about their vision. But I want to talk about the real and the raw, the underbelly, the stuff no one really talks about. Not that I'm the only one that talks about it, but I just want to get into that because I've gone to a lot of conferences and read some books and things on leadership and, and uh, other, other uh, sources, you know, online or whatever. And I agree with most of what is said, but the problem with what is said in print and also even on other podcasts and things is that once you begin to apply it, it's like all hell breaks loose. So I remember doing that back in the day because I'm a pastor and I remember going to conferences and things and hearing things and going, whoa, yeah, let's apply that. Let's do that. And we would do it. And then people would get mad or I would find out it would cost a squillion dollars and then I would go, dang, I wish they would have told me the whole truth. So I really want to to talk about the real and the raw, not not to embarrass anybody or, or to be or to be um, you know crass or cruel, but to talk about the real and the raw. So I thought about today in this podcast to bring in my great friend Doctor. He has an earned doctorate, Claude <laughs> Thomas, who is president of C3 Global Creative Church Network. Network. <laughs> Creative Church Network. And he has pastored some of the largest churches in America. He's also worked for leadership gurus like John Maxwell and many others. So, Claude and I are going to talk today a little bit about leadership and a little bit about. Um, the uncensoredness of of leadership. And one of the things I want to ask you about is criticism. You know, dealing with negative people. And then I want to hear your comments, and and maybe you can ask me some comments as well, Mm -hmm. because I think those of us who lead, specifically those who are pastors, and people, and people in general for that matter, deal with with uh, some people that don't dig, right. you know, what's happening. Yeah. Anytime you're in a leadership position, you're trying to influence something. Mm-hmm. You're trying to create something, cause it to happen. And that's a leadership issue. And when you do, you're always going to have some people who misunderstand. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. So you can help clarify there. But you're going to have some people who are just critics. They, they live that way. And leaders have to accept, I think, Ed, at the very beginning, that, uh, but the, here's the thing. I don't think we know that at the beginning. Mm-mm. 
You know, we're sort of told if you're a great leader, you can win everybody over. That's so well said. And and have you ever won, won everybody over? No, and Claude. And I haven't either. You, you've probably heard me say this before, but I've wasted too much time in my life worrying about those people that don't like me. And, and I, I tried too much to get the people not to like me to like me. And you're wasting your time. I've wasted time. I remember even on the playground when I was a kid. And there were some people that didn't like me, a few, in my class of 25. Mm -hmm. And I tried to win them over, but at the end of the school year, they just didn't like me. Same is true now in Fellowship Church and in, in, in what I lead today. There's certain people that just don't like me. And back in the early days when we started Fellowship, I spent too much time and energy trying to get the not like me's to like me. And it doesn't matter how many times you have breakfast with them, coffee right. with them. It doesn't exactly. matter how many little gifts you send them or, 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 or how many little vision nights you allow them to be a part of. They ain't going to dig it. So that's it's not that you hate them. You no. just swim with the swimmers. That's right. You have to go with those who go with you. And, and that's part of leadership. But I think that we have a need, uh, all of us maybe, or some of us more than others, for people to say, you're doing a great job. I'm, I, I applaud you. Mm -hmm. We like that. And I think all of us oh, like yes, that. Oh, yes, I love it. I, we all like that. But we can't live for that. There's a difference between liking it and living for it. And you've got to learn to lead even when you get a, a negative Right. Applause, if you will. If you oh, yeah. Can use, if I can use that term. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think that's one of the things that, that we miss when we're talking about leadership. I know for me personally, I can just say for me personally, I, I was sort of of the mindset if I could lead well enough, uh, I could lead beyond you know, just about anything. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you may lead beyond it, but it doesn't mean you won't be affected by it. No doubt. Right? Yes. Do you find that to be true? Oh, there, there, there's no question about it. And I don't know, Claudius, um, and, and, and you've been doing this a long time, and so have I, and it's, it's just a reality, isn't it, that, that we all deal with people who are negative. But what makes the church world unique, and, and let me talk specifically to yeah. those who are leading in the church world, is... When, when people don't dig you, it's almost like you're going through a divorce in a way. Right. You know, our uh, CFO is, a, is an attorney, and he specialized in family law. Yeah. So when, when someone gets upset at you in the church, when someone leaves the church, it's multifaceted. There's a multiplicity to it. It's not just like in the corporate world, okay, the guy's gone, severance, whatever. In the church world, Wow. The spiritual dynamic, emotional, psychological, relational. I mean, that's tough. It's a pain. There's a, leadership always has its pain to it. Yes, it does. Because what and they don't tell you that in seminary. <clears throat> they no. don't. They don't tell you that before you start the company. <laughs> no. Or before you, you know, they no. don't do that. No, no, because you try to lead with the most positive outlook, mm -hmm. and so that pain threshold is not really discussed or. <clears throat> and, and I read the title of a book one time called Leading with a, with a Limp. Leading with a Limp. Leading with a Limp. Yes. And from from the thing, of, I guess, with Jacob. And so 
I, I think that's a part of what leadership is, is learning to lead with a limp, mm -hmm. but you're not told that. And one of the things I really appreciate, and I talk about this related to our C3 Global guys and also to our conference and everything else, is the willingness to address what I would call the backroom discussion, where we get in the back room and we mm -hmm. really talk. We let down the... That's right. We let it down and we talk honestly uh -huh. with each other. <laughs> and, and I don't... I appreciate the fact that we do that not only in the back room, but we try to bring that to the to the front room. We do. Yeah. Again, not betraying confidences or not. No, no, I don't no. mean airing no. your dirty laundry, no. but but just trying. You know, yeah. well, and not yes. in a negative way, but all, but in a constructive way. Yes, looking at it. You know, if we don't uncover the issues, the issues will cover us. Amen. And so leadership is uncovering issues. That's right. And that's, that's what, when you talk about the real and the raw, mm -hmm. that's what I see you doing. Okay, how about this, Claude, though? Because um, it hurts when people say negative things. I was just talking to a friend of mine this morning, in fact, who has been hammered recently on social media. And he was asking me about some of the issues and some of the things. He was telling me some of the feelings he was going through. It hurts me still when people say bad stuff. Right. In any dynamic of my life, it hurts when people leave. And I try to reassure pastors, church planners, people have left Fellowship Church for 27 years, and they're leaving right now, yeah. and they're coming right now, yeah. and they'll leave tomorrow, and yeah. they'll leave 10 years from now. That's yeah. just the way it is. It hurts. How, though, Claude, because you've been doing this longer than I have, how do you keep it from, from, how do you keep that from not just messing you up, giving you a critical spirit? Because I fought that before, and how, how do you, how do you balance that? Wow, that's a that's a that's that's hard to deal with. One of the things I think is that's a good that question too. It's a great question. Brilliant. But I think that I think that we confuse character and reputation. Whoa. Let me and, hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Bishop. Reputation is what somebody thinks about you. And I'm reminded what Je what Paul okay. said about Jesus. Say that again. There's a difference. There's a difference between character and reputation. Reputation okay. is what somebody thinks says about, or thinks about you. Okay. Character is really who you are. And I'm reminded of Philippians 2 where Paul said that Drop Jesus made what? himself of no reputation. And so, you know, if he's the, if he's the greatest leader, I mean, we got to let go of reputation. I'm going to preach that. I'm going to do that. I think that was my idea. I had no doubt about it. I got it from you, but I just oh, tried, right. to, uh -huh. I just tried uh -huh. to put it in Isn't more. that brilliant? That's, Claude, seriously, Claude, that's brilliant. Because what does everyone say all the time? Oh, and my reputation, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. and, but it's your character. That's right. God, that is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Your character is who you are. And your reputation is what somebody else says about you. Okay, here's another thing, too, that I so, – so, so, Claude, you have, to, you have to worry about the character. Right. Someone told me one time, you know what? Are they going to cry at your funeral? Heck no. no. People that criticize are usually those who don't know you. That's true. And again, reputation, character. Yeah. And they usually see you through the lens of their own desires or their own hurts, hangups, habits. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And did you like that alliteration? I loved it. Thank you. That's inspired if it's alliterated. It is. That's no doubt about and it. And we should alliterate more. I don't think people alliterate enough. I think we are scared of it. 
um, when oh. it comes to preaching and teaching. But listen to any hip hop artist, any rapper, any anybody that that's all alliteration and it's all rhyme. So so here's like another it. one. Here's here's another one I'm gonna do too. What? People try hard not to try hard. And mm. and that's a whole nother that's a that's a new podcast we're gonna do. Uh, and Isn't that true? It is true. So I'm, that's and another so subject. True in leadership. It's another subject. So but, true in but, leadership. But anyway, going going back to to negative people, negative people. Here's 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 the good thing about negative people. They show you. They reveal to you, Claude, about what God is doing in your life and what He's going to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have any people that are negative, you're not leading. It's just as you said earlier, that that's a fact. That's a fact. And then I always think about Nehemiah. What a brilliant, brilliant guy. Love God. He stayed on that wall because he rebuilt the wall. And these sidewalk supervisors were trying to drag him down in the mud and the mire. And he said, No. Ain't going to do it. And I have, you know what? I've even experimented over the years, Claude, with, with negative people. And I've thought, Okay, I'm going to sit down with them and try to change their mind. I remember there was a, a guy. And he, he uh, was involved in our church, and, and, and he had a spouse and family. They, 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 were, they were involved, and, and um, he, he, he was a nice guy, but I could tell there was some, maybe some trouble there. And, and we never could really get his wife connected, and we, we, we found out there was some infidelity mm. on both sides. And this guy kind of postured himself as this deep— you know, Christian, you know, whatever, whatever. So we helped him and, 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 and dealt with him through a lot of, a lot of stuff and, and, um, um, a divorce ensued. And then from there, you know, we, we, we kept them involved, tried to minister to the, to the family. And I'll, I'll, I'll never forget this guy sitting down because he wanted to, um, talk with some of the leadership and just what he said about our church and about me and some other people. And I looked at him, I said, wait a minute, you are talking to me about integrity? Seriously. (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. And, 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 um, you're talking to me about accountability and, you know, we have great accountability here. I do at fellowship and you're only as accountable as you want to be. And, I just told him straight up, you know what? Our church is not for you. You need to go somewhere else because we're not going to deal with um, this this negative vibe anymore. And I think it's a it should be a freeing thing for pastors to tell people, you know what? Go to another church. Yeah. Don't don't even don't even respond to negative stuff unless you have to. And if you do, tell them to leave because if they're negative, they're not going to change unless they have a Damascus Road experience. Yeah. Well, did, <clears throat> just think about this, Ed, because I, it, it, back to the reputation thing. Nicole, no one wants to talk about negative people. No, they all don't. All these conferences, all this stuff you hear, I, I, just, I, don't, I, just, I, don't, I don't get it because it's part of it. And, and Jesus dealt with them so much, but he didn't, he didn't um, allow them to drag him in the mud and no. admire. And he didn't give in to it. <laughs> nope. he, didn't, he didn't capitulate nope. to it. Nope. Nope. Uh, when you when you think about it, it the reputation deal, yeah. we want people to think well of us, and and we and we, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. 
but sometimes we sacrifice our character <clears throat> for our reputation. And what that means is that I sacrifice who I am to please somebody else. Brilliant. And, you know, if who I am is who God is making me, I'm not talking mm -hmm. about our flaws mm -hmm. and all that mm -hmm. stuff. We all got it. We all got our Achilles heels. Yep. But I'm talking about when you're really doing what you believe that God wants you to do, and you're trying to do it with a great integrity mm -hmm. in leading the church, and somebody over here on the sideline is, is throwing darts at you, you can't stop and deal with that stuff. You've got to keep moving. And then if, it, if, we, if we're really slammed and slandered, and you will if you're in ministry. Oh, yes. Somewhere, somehow, mm -hmm. some way. You just got, that's where you come back to dead center. Who am I? That's right. And, and Ed, I don't think that we really address this honestly enough in an honest way to, no. to help people. No. And that's where I love to, let me just, I'm going to flat out promote our C3 conference, our Creative Church Conference. Yes, sir. You know, we talk about the raw and the real, and it, we've had an opportunity to take it to big arenas. We said, no, it is a church conference for church people and church issues. So C3 conference, it's in February. You do not want to miss it. Once you show up one time, I'm telling you, you'll be back and back and back. We had a guy that showed up this year for the first time, mm -hmm. and he said, I want to know, is this conference different? He asked me. I said, the conference is different, and you'll find. And after it's over, we'll talk. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, I really want, I want something that's real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and here's the here's a, and and he experienced it by the way, he said. Yes. Hey, I said, did you find it to be mm -hmm. real? He said, I couldn't believe how real it was. Here here's where I think if if you had more leaders in churches who dealt with the realities, it would it would not give the nonsense such a platform. You, you, you follow what I'm saying? You didn't. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're laying down. I, you're not. Uh, oh, I am. You'd got Are you kidding it. me? You I got, got it. it. Yes, sir. So I think that I think that we've got the pseudos over here that they do everything in the world they can do to be like capitulated every corner, and then you got someone who doesn't do that, and suddenly the people who are the critics and the naysayers mm -hmm. they feel like they're taking turn on that person. Who is really leading out of a character? That's right, and not capitulating and mm -hmm. trying to appease and please. Yeah, you know this business. I mean, it's uh, it's not new, Ed. I mean, I've, I've and you know what the next one, I, the next podcast we're going to do is uh, I want to talk about uh, an order uh, like 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 uh, ordering. Um, in this next podcast, I want to talk about how to set up your your ministry, your church for success. And also, it could be a school, company, or whatever, but to set it up where leaders can lead with great accountability, but you don't have all this crap you've got to go through just to make a decision. No. And you don't give people this this crap that's not, that you, you, know, you, don't, you don't give people this facade like so many leaders do, that it's one way, but in reality, it's another. Yeah, it's uh, the appearance and behind what's behind the door. Oh yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say one thing on the platform. Oh yeah, but I operate another oh, way yeah. in the organization. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It is. It, but it's true. Mm -hmm. It happens. 
And some of those guys who are doing that and ladies who are doing that and CEOs and pastors, and yeah. they, they, you can operate on a platform one way mm -hmm. because it sells. Yes. But when it comes to doing it, right, uh, you do it another mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I, I think that'd be a good So, so Claude, going, going back to that, though, going back to the reputation character, mm -hmm. that, is a, that, is a, that is a great thing. So you've, you've discovered just, just don't chase down the critics, too. Don't chase down the critics. Because you've dealt with it. Just don't chase them down. You can't. And all those people, Claude, over the years who, who, who came after you in different ways, yeah. social media, media, letters, whatever, where are they now? You I know, who knows? I really you don't, don't even care. I really don't know. I heard someone say, if you sit by the river long enough, your critics will float by. <laughs> They'll float by. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I heard it said, and, and I've, I saw who said this, but I can't remember now, um, that if you stop to throw rocks at every barking dog, you'll never get to town. That's true. And so you'll, just, never, just, you'll never get to your Yeah, and, and here's what I would tell leaders. You know, negative people are poodles. Barking at trains. We've had, um, over the years, um, you know, we've dealt with some negativity in many different forms, whether it's uh, small groups going rogue now and then, which happens everywhere, whether it's someone getting upset that they don't have enough information. Uh -huh. That's a big thing. If I had more information, I wouldn't get upset. Well, you could sit down as a leader and tell the what's and the why's in the house to everyone, and you'd spend so much time telling them the information, you would never have enough time for the application. So there's uh, got to be a level of trust. So the information person, you're never going to satisfy their desire. So we've, we've dealt with that. We've dealt with um, you know, negative letters. We've dealt with um, social media, uh, negative social media campaigns, websites. We've also dealt with the media themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, we've, we've, we've dealt with rogue staff members that, that were all positive and fellowship church is the greatest. All of a sudden, um, because of reasons I can't mention, we've had to dismiss them and they've gone to the media and done all this. But here's what I've discovered in all of this, Claude. I've discovered in, in dealing with negative people, uh, whether it's media, social media, or whatever. And, and, I, and I've told several of my, of my colleagues this who've been going through this. At the end of the day, when it comes to negative people, it doesn't matter. Now, so that, now, that, now, that sounds weird, but let me say it again. When it comes to dealing with negative people, it doesn't matter. In other words, they're going to be negative. You can't fix them. But they have the ability to make you think you failed. That's right. You fumbled. Now, I'm not saying you don't, and here's something else about negativity. When you get a criticism, if weigh it's from a great source, you got to weigh it. I'm weigh not it. saying that you don't do that. Yes, you have to do that. I, I talked to someone recently, very close to me, who, 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 who um, I mean, last week we were talking about some things, and they were telling me some things that I needed to change to work on. And, but the way the person did it is awesome. Yeah. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, wounds from a friend can be trusted. That's right. But but I'm talking about these negative people that have too much control, and, and a lot of times they're living rent-free in our <laughs> minds. Isn't that true? That's so true. And, and, and here's what I'm going to say to you. It doesn't 
matter. Oh my gosh, what if there's this negative social media campaign? Surely I can start another website to, to, to come against them. It doesn't matter. Oh no, a television station has done this terrible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You say when the tide's coming in and the tide's going out, high tide, low tide, all the time, we're to be about the mission That's right. that we have to do. Exactly. It doesn't matter. And the, here's the thing. you Most of us don't live a Job kind of experience. No. And so to act like that it's all, if we get a critic, a carping critic, takes a pot shot, and then we act like the, everybody's doing that, it's, it's unfair to everyone else. That's right. Because the majority, here's the thing. The majority of people are not like that. That's right. The majority of people in the church exactly. are not like That's that. That's so true. And we don't want to act like and respond like everybody They're not, exactly. is negative. I mean, you said most of your experiences have been positive. Have been positive. And, 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 and sometimes when I've allowed the, the negative people to have a too, much, uh, too much sway in my life, I've preached toward them. And when you do that, you shrink your vision and shrink the church. That's so good. That's so real, though. So don't do that. That's what I'm saying. So we could talk a lot about that, but I think you get the vibe about negative people. And we're going to talk next, Claude and I, about how to set your church up for success. Thank you for listening to Leadership Uncensored. Check back the 1st and 15th of every month for a brand new episode. And for more from Ed Young, visit edyoung.com and follow him on social media. If you're looking for a church, we hope to see you at Fellowship Church this weekend. Whether you live in the area at one of our locations or you join us online, simply visit fellowshipchurch.com for locations and experience times. This was Leadership Uncensored.